welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, hello, Fran here, and we're going to be chatting all about a symptom that I know a lot about personally today, and that is fatigue. If you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard me talk about my own health journey with chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue basically just means you're really tired for an extended period of time and they can't figure out why you're experiencing the fatigue. I know what it's like to feel tired all the time and I know just how challenging and frustrating it can be. It really impacts every single aspect of your life. I found it hard to focus at work. I didn't really feel like socializing or doing anything that might wear me out too much. And I really just felt like I was hanging on. I wasn't loving life by any means. I was just existing. And coming out the other side, it feels so good to have energy, to be able to train hard in the gym, to go out for cocktails with my friends and not being completely wiped afterwards, and to be able to travel and just feel good. And if you're struggling with low energy, I really want you to feel better too. Now, fatigue is a non-specific symptom, which means it could have so many different possible root causes. In order to figure out what's causing your low energy, we want to work through the list of possible root causes, starting from the most likely ones. There's an analogy often referred to in the health world. When you hear hoofs, think horses, not zebras. Basically, this means we want to look at and address the most obvious and likely things first, like nutritional deficiencies and dehydration. Because of Dr. Google and social media, a lot of people with fatigue will jump straight into thinking they have Lyme disease or mold toxicity when they may not have even looked at the really foundational factors that can cause low energy. If you start with the foundational pieces like eating a nutrient-dense diet, hydration and reducing stress levels. Even if it does turn out to be something more serious or complex, you're going to be putting yourself in the best position possible to get results if you do find you need to address more complex issues. Now, let's dive into the main issues that may be causing your low energy. Number one is poor diet. We are what we eat. I mean this in a literal sense. The food we eat actually provides the building blocks for every single cell in our body. And that is why eating a poor diet can have massive consequences for our health. And when I talk about eating a poor diet, I mean not eating enough whole foods and eating too many potentially inflammatory processed foods, things like vegetable oils and refined sugar. Number two is blood sugar dysregulation. When we're not getting enough protein and fat to stabilize our blood sugar levels, that can lead to low energy, 
energy crashes and dips like the 3pm slump, and also poor sleep quality, which in turn can cause fatigue. Number three is not eating enough food. I come across a lot of women who just aren't eating enough. They might be trying to restrict calories to lose weight or just not have much of an appetite, so really end up not eating enough. The food we eat is our fuel, and it provides us energy to function and feel good. So how much is enough? This really depends on your metabolism and activity level, but 12 or 1300 calories is never enough. For most women, your daily intake should be closer to 1,800 or 2,000 calories at least, maybe even more. The next common root cause of low energy is gut issues. There are so many potential gut issues that are associated with fatigue, including SIBO, gut infections like parasitic infections, dysbiosis and fungal overgrowth, intestinal permeability or leaky gut, and food intolerances, to name a few. Gut issues can cause fatigue by lowering the absorption of nutrients that are required for energy production and normal physiological function. Plus the altered immune function caused by a disrupted gut microbiome, along with chronic inflammation and reduced capacity for detoxification. Number five is nutritional deficiencies like a lack of iron, B vitamins, or vitamin D, all of which can cause fatigue. This is why eating a nutrient-dense diet is so important, and also getting blood work done to understand what's driving your fatigue so you can really take a personalized approach. Next on the list is dehydration. Now, proper hydration means drinking enough water and also electrolytes to help you hydrate properly. How much water is enough? Divide your body weight in kilos by 30. And that gives you your daily water intake in litres. Keep in mind that this is a rough guide and if you live somewhere really hot or do loads of intense training, you'll likely need more than this. As I mentioned, it's not just water that's important for hydration. Electrolytes are also super important. And we'll discuss this in the next episode all about how to get more energy. Root cause number seven is adrenal fatigue or HPA axis dysfunction. If you feel exhausted all the time or perhaps you often feel tired all day long and then you feel wired in the evenings, then it's likely that your adrenals or HPA axis is at play for you. This is something you can test using a saliva test. I love the Dutch test to look at how our stress hormones are functioning. Number eight on the list is post-viral fatigue, which is fatigue that occurs after a viral infection. In one study of patients with chronic fatigue, nearly 80% had markers of reactivated Epstein-Barr virus. A really timely example of this is long COVID. So many people right now are experiencing long-term fatigue after having COVID. Number nine is toxin exposure, and mold is a very common example of this and something a lot of people are affected by, especially on the east coast of Australia, after all this wet weather we've been having over the last six months. If you find mold in your home or suspect it, take it seriously. 
You can speak to a building biologist or do an ERMI yourself to assess whether mold is actually a problem for you in your home. And if it is, be sure to address it safely. Possible root cause of fatigue number 10 is low thyroid function. Thyroid dysfunction is the second most common endocrine condition affecting women of reproductive age. And I see this all the time in my practice. The problem is that most doctors will only test TSH. And if that's normal, they won't do any further investigation. But there's so much more we want to test beyond TSH. We also want to test free T4, free T3, reverse T3, and a number of antibodies as well, TPO, ATG, and TSH receptor antibodies. TSH is really just the tip of the iceberg and doesn't give us all the information we need on thyroid function. So if you suspect that your thyroid is playing a part, you can suggest this to your doctor. And if they won't do further testing, find a practitioner that will, like a nutritionist, naturopath, or functional medicine doctor. But you may just have to pay out of pocket for this. And the final root cause of fatigue is a lack of fulfillment. This is a bit of a different one, but I think it's just as important as everything else I've mentioned. Do you do things that bring you joy? Are you following your passions? That could be as simple as getting outside in nature every morning if nature is an important value to you, or baking on the weekends or learning an instrument. Or it may be building a business that you find really rewarding. I often recommend adding in some joy or fun activities to my clients who struggle with fatigue, and I really believe this can help with the healing process because it can help you forget about the low energy for a moment while you're busy being present doing something you love. As you probably noticed, these root causes vary from more simple things like dehydration and poor diet to more complex things like an underactive thyroid or mold toxicity. As I mentioned, Starting with those foundational pieces is going to set you up for success and give you the best possible outcomes, regardless of what's at the root cause of your low energy. Let's recap on the possible root causes of low energy. Number one is poor diet. Number two is blood sugar dysregulation. Number three is not eating enough food. Number four is gut issues. Number five is nutritional deficiencies. Number six is dehydration. Number seven is adrenal fatigue or HPA axis dysfunction. Number eight is post-viral fatigue. Number nine is exposure to toxins like mold. Number 10 is low thyroid function. And number 11 is a lack of fulfillment. In the next episode of the podcast, I'll be building on this and sharing with you the key steps to take to help you get more energy. If you're struggling with fatigue and you'd like my support to really peel away the layers of the onion and identify what's driving your low energy so you can address it and feel better, I'd love to support you with my one-on-one programs. Head to the link in my Instagram bio to learn more. My Instagram name is Fran Dargaville. And send me a DM if you have any questions. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. 
follow me via my handle at Fran Dargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.